Are you tired of paying exorbitant monthly fees for your in-home entertainment? Do you wish there was a way to bring quality and affordable entertainment right into your household without a monthly subscription? Well, look no further. Introducing the VCBox Android TV Streambox. Since 2020, VCBox has been enriching people's lives all over the world, and now it's coming to North America. Say goodbye to scattered subscriptions and countless apps. We've got all your streaming in one place. This is the best fully loaded Android TV box provider in North America. Our user-friendly interface makes navigation a breeze, and with the voice remote featuring Google Assistant, finding your entertainment has never been easier. The VCBox V2 Pro Android box is the epitome of convenience. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your favorite shows and movies with just a few simple voice commands. And the best part, no monthly subscriptions. That's right, you heard it correctly. Say goodbye to those pesky recurring fees and hello to endless entertainment. Join the VCBox revolution and elevate your entertainment experience. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Visit our website and order your VCBox now. Bring home the VCBox today and bring endless joy and excitement to your household. VCBox, unleash the power of entertainment. Oh, one day I hope you see the truth. This puppet show it stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's complicated, ready to pay your dues. Oh, God, come back home. This crazy world is filled with innocent abusers. We need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now. Just know the truth is hard to swallow, just digest it. Suspected something's going on. Talks are just neglected, deflected by some breaking news. Are we just accepted? Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objectives, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Read it in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Hey folks, welcome to Truth Talk with Steve. Today I've got a phenomenal guest. I've been so excited to have this beautiful lady on. I want to welcome to the show today, Vaughn Galt. How are you today, Vaughn? Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to talk to you, Steve. We have so much in common. Oh boy, don't we? We haven't even gotten to the business stuff. There's a lot there as well. So, um, you know, I let the audience know, I, you know, I came across your podcast a few months ago and I was just so, you know, the topics you talk about are a lot of things that I've been kind of digging into and researching the last 18 months, two years, more from a spiritual standpoint and learning about consciousness and, you know, what's going on in the world and all those kind of things. Um, and it just sucked me in and I've just learned so much. So I thought, man, I have got to reach out to Vaughn and see if I could get her to come talk about some of these things. Just real quick for the audience, you know, your, your profession, you're in IT world. Um, you're also an author and, you can correct me on this, some of this, if, I'm, if I get it wrong, but you grew up uh, in Buddhism and you really had a, maybe a gift, a liking, an attraction to, uh, I guess, artwork. Is that right? I mean, sacred geometry is what it turns out that it is. And, you know, just listening to that stuff has been so fascinating as well. 
to learn some of those things. And, you know, as I've listened to others and then you about how everything's vibration and how, you know, there's, I can't remember the website, but you refer people to it where you can record your voice and they'll send you like an image of, you know, mm -hmm. what it does. So we can talk about that as well. But anyway, um, if there's anything else you'd like to, you know, add as far as your background, feel free. But if not, we'll just get into it. Yeah. Yeah. So just, just really, really quick. So I am um, Laos. I'm from Laos. Um, born, but raised in the United States. So I'm from the Hmong tribe of Laos, and we are, according to the Buddhist folklores and the local folklores, we're remnants of a lost continental island of Mu or Lemuria. Okay. And um, and so I am I am a, a little bit Polynesian, although I've never stepped foot in Polynesia, but my DNA is. So um, and that pretty much backs up a lot of um, my work with like Lemuria and bringing that. Um, but that star seed and that galactic origins back to the forefront because we're we're in a transition. Um, Earth is in a transition so with humanity to become intergalactic again when we reach those levels of consciousness. But basically, my background is um, I was born and raised in the Buddhist tradition, and um, growing up, I really got bored of the basics in temple, which is basically how not to be a douchebag and create karma <laughs> for yourself so you can come back over and over again to undo those karma. Um, but so that was basics. And so what I typically did was wander the temples and study the artworks, playing the koi ponds, you know, try to to swim out and as pick a young young child as right? a young kid yeah try to yeah. swim out and pick the 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 fully blossomed lotuses in the the lotus ponds you know that kind of stuff so just like a little kid so uh, I, they always had a change of clothes for me but and I was just <laughs> a curious I was just a curious girl and I was attracted to the art well what what you will find in every single Buddhist temple and Hindu temple by the way because they do have offshoots of um, very similar belief systems is you will find um these beautiful, they're in the, the covers of my books, these beautiful mandalas. And it's always the picture of a um, Bodhisattva or Buddha, one and the same, um, an ascended master, if you want to call somebody who's mastered consciousness and can pop in and out of any version of reality they want to give love and grace. Can they but pop in out of any dimension? Any dimension, anywhere in existence. Wow. Um, it's all the consciousness. But anyways, uh, so you see these beautiful artwork. Oh, wow, You'll yeah. see them everywhere. And um, and basically what it is, it's telling you is that you are energy. And as energy, you incarnate it into these avatars for your own purpose. Kind of like you, you chose certain video games to play with a certain set of elements. Um, so you can have your your whatever it is you're trying to achieve, trying to experience all that kind of stuff. Now, to change the reality and to change the elements that you want to play with, the user has to change the frequency. They have to change the channel. They have to change the code. Okay, the codes are the um, energetic frequency of your aura field. Your aura field has a frequency. You yourself is a security code. And with those security codes, you access different versions of reality, different dimensions, etc. And that is basically what all these Buddhist mandalas 
uh, artwork that you see all over the world in all the temples is trying to tell you. So is that the same book, just a different cover? This is the this that's one? what you yeah yeah I love the interview with people who read my books. Okay, yeah, this is um this is book okay, one. So, okay, so explore the parallel realities. The other one. Yeah. So. Geometry. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this one is uh, Buddhist mandalas explore parallel realities with sacred geometry, and this basically explains with scientific evidence how what I just said, how your energy field dictates your experiences and your holographic reality. Um, so not to get too into esoteric and met metaphysics, but it's jam-packed with scientific studies and so forth because I grew up knowing the art history um, and getting a different lesson than what most people go to Buddhist temples for, to sit there and listen to the teachers and the student teachers teach. I got a completely different lesson. I got advanced studies um, in Buddhism through art history. So, but I wasn't ready to write the books yet because I needed to prove it through. Gotcha. So, so 20 or so years ago, when I went to college and in high school, the Dalai Lama and many monks and nuns throughout the world started this initiative to pair up with academia to do consciousness and mindfulness research. Okay. Wow. And how does that affect our reality? So um, we're now we're doing yoga, now we're doing acupuncture, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that's where it's coming from. Um, but all that research at heart and mind research um, that was done with academia started bringing interesting studies to either validate some of the stuff that we knew, clarify some stuff that we needed clarification on, or de or just kind of debunk some of the stuff that was so far off that maybe like a monk wrote about and not everybody can have the same experience. So it gave a lot of information. So the, the book is jam packed with that. So it's completely factual. So wow. um, so so we, we are energy field living in a holographic reality. Anyways, that's this book, book one. Uh, and then when you're ready, because I always caveat, when you be, read book one, you, you will change your frequency, you'll raise your frequency, it'll open you up because knowledge it's like you just open up a book in a video game that gave you so much knowledge on how to master yeah. that game to get to the next level. Yes. It's all a video game. Um, and then the second book, because now you're raising your frequency and you're going to start seeing changes in your reality. Mandela effects is what they call it, whatever you want to call it. But um, is the second book. And that is Buddhist Mandala's Christ Consciousness of a Multidimensional Merkaba. So um, I know the word Christ is triggering for some people, but in the East, it's not a triggering word. It just means crystalline for, for your Merkaba, for your aura field. It's the crystalline consciousness, the higher frequency um, consciousness. That's what that's, they call it, but it's short enough for Christ. So yeah. all people are crystalline consciousness. Yeah, Christ, Christ within, right? Exactly, because yeah. that's, because we're, yeah, we're just fractal yeah. expressions of source. So, yeah. anyways, um, that, that when you when you get to those consciousness levels, those entry levels, then you start experiencing Mandela effect. You start experiencing reality. You start experiencing some crazy manifestations. Going after money, fame, and all that is just like not really interesting to you. What you're interested in is how am I going to change my physical reality, like. The house is going to change color. The dog's going to change suits. You know, I mean, just like 
you know, like how do you switch video games basically? So, um, and that's why I have the appropriate cover with Tara, who is the mother of enlightenment. And this is not three different bodies in one body. This is three different versions of her in three different versions of reality giving grace uh, like three different passion. timelines or three yes different yes dimensions. yes same thing yes. is it it's the same it, it timelines they all exist at the same time now we're kind of getting a little metaphysical we're gonna start losing people <laughs> but the thing is is that you have to think in terms of source source god allah whatever you want to call it doesn't yeah. really matter it's all, all the same, same. Yeah. it's all the same everything exists within that one consciousness everything exists so it is getting instant gratification through everything all you have to do as a mini expression of it is to focus on what it is you want to focus on okay and when you focus on on that that's what you attract to yourself as your experience it's like i've proven that many a times in my life exactly it's like you don't listen to two radio stations at the same time listen to one and which one do you want to focus on so it, it's, you know, I, I, I simplify it. And then if people are working on kind of troubleshooting some of the old programs and conditioning that they picked up that may be running in the background in their life, like kind of old, like uh, hidden fees that we didn't know is going on that we're still paying right. for and making decisions off of. Um, the first book I, bought, I wrote, which is uh, Buddhist guide to manifest parallel realities um so it's basically using the four noble truths an eightfold path in the age of consciousness and um the lotus is is basically you because you know as you uncover more um you kind of bloom as a yeah yeah, you bloom as a person yeah Yeah, you get more light so anyways um but the four noble truths an eightfold path and this is why i say and keep saying to people who think that buddhism is a religion because it's not this is the four noble truths. You tell me if this is a religion. Life is suffering is number one. Number two, attachment causes suffering. Number three, insight removes suffering. And number four, living the eightfold path and suffering. And here's the eightfold path. And you can apply this. Um, and I have a, a work workbook in this that you can use in anything you're working on. Um, it is correct thought, speech, action, livelihood, understanding, effort, concentration, and mindfulness. If you go through and dissect what you're working on in those different eight perspectives to see if, you have, if you're looking through the situation appropriately, you will uncover those hidden programs and conditioning patterns that are holding you back from achieving that next level of experience. That, that is not a religion. Those are just guidelines for anything that you're working on. And it is an ongoing process because we're on an ongoing journey of existence. Yeah. Well, that's great to have those eight things. I've got it. I'm going to order that tonight because I want, I want the worksheets or the stuff inside because, you know, as you say, you know, thoughts and words, I mean, just, just those two things that I've focused on the past few years has really changed everything, you know, because we don't understand the power of the words. We don't understand the meaning of certain words that we have been taught that really cause issues cause negativity really, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's been fascinating to really start to understand that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so for the great. West, yeah, the, the word 
Christ consciousness is triggering for many people who come from Western traditions because they think the word Christ has been copyrighted for just Jesus. Right. And they're all time, they're all time. And um, in the East, it's just a a short word for crystalline consciousness, the, the energy field of a being who has ascended their 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 energy field to mastery of the matrix now they have dominion of their matrix their matrix not everybody else's right their matrix because everybody's in their own journey and then of course we're cross like a flower life or we're, we're intersecting in our aura fields right. but um but that's that's basically it. and then the other thing that's triggering is um is the word jesus they don't they don't want anything other than Jesus. So if you use him by his real name, which is Yeshua uh-huh. or Isa, which is the name that was given to him um, by some of his, uh, his students and uh, I guess you would say clients for energy healing is Isa. Um, you, they, they get challenged by that. So that's, that's okay. That's a personal journey. But when you are ready for that, um, Jesus is, is a fake name that was given by the Roman church. And so like, if you were to um, pass on and go to heaven and you ask for Jesus, they're going to say who? (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's really tough for some people. They're going to say, but they know what you, they can read your energy field. So they're not going to, they're not going to like try to stump you like that. They're like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so (laughs) Jesus as a whole is, is a whole topic in itself um, because help help me and my audience understand more of you know when he's not he's basically missing in in the bible for years and years you know i've heard you talk about these things and a few others you know tell us a little bit about what he was doing and and is jesus just somebody that became an ascended master and was able to master and there's many people like that correct i mean yeah 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 um they they're at- even the word, I don't like the word lesion because that has a triggering, you know, because right. everybody thinks because they use that for like uh, ne- negative beings. We are legion, all that. So now like that word's copyrighted forever. Nobody can ever say legion. But there's also a legion of positive people too. Yeah. So, so, you know, we're going to get over these like copyrighted words. Um, we were just talking about copyrighted words that we can't yes. say that we get censored <laughs> for because they copyrighted that. Right. So anyway, so let's give you a quick, quick rundown um in the east and i i understand where some of these triggerings because my ex-husband he is mormon he is lds no kidding is he still Uh, i think so he yeah i think so (laughs) he's on the records of the church still right oh he's a all-star player he's a he's a pilot i think so yeah so anyways um besides the point um we called we were called sweethearts and he tried so hard to convert me. He just <laughs> couldn't get over a couple things that I was like, you know, because I, I had this like unofficial formal training right. in in like art history. And I'm like, I'm at a, like the intergalactic Lemurian right. star scene. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, you're like trying to get me to just accept. Yeah. Yeshua, <laughs> which I'm like, I've already accepted it. So let's just, you know, but so anyways, that's besides the point. So we're not equally yoked. No problem. Um, that's fine. But I was totally respectful of, you know, going 
to uh, church and doing activities with friends and yeah. other things. That's totally respectful because, you know, Buddhists, a lot of Buddhists are super respectful. We'll do stuff with you, you know, but um, it doesn't Frankly, mean that it's going to change us. Yeah, but I mean, that's honestly how we should all be. That's what we need. It, it's just it, that love. Yeah, yeah, we love you unconditionally Not as you are. for the different beliefs and stuff. You know, that's why we're at where we're at. Yeah, we got oh, yeah. the right direction, I think. We're starting exactly. To we got aloha for everybody. We have unconditional yes. love for you, no matter what and where you are and where you, you're, go, you're going. So that means accepting for who you are without trying to change you. So mm. besides the point, um, you know, fast forward, uh, we just wanted different things and in our life and we kind of grew to be different people and we respectfully dissolved the relationship. But I learned so much about the LDS church and I know so many wonderful people there yeah. um, and who are part of the, the church and at the same time, extremely metaphysical and they have a side interest as well for continuing to develop their consciousness. So they're navigating their life contracts that they came in to do. So, um, and that gets into topics of reincarnation and what are our purposes in life, because we're all navigating our soul contracts. Yeah. So, um, but that gave me a really good perspective. So I'm familiar with, like, when I talk of clients that come in from um, very rigid spiritual belief systems, and they want, like, you want, want to talk about Yeshua, um, and they're reading about it, and they're learning about it, and they're like, how is it that the whole... Asia knows and it's like we're coming and trying to like convert you and they already know and and but they're we're trying to like convert you on a certain path and they're like uh, this is being polite and just shaking their head and going mm -hmm. yeah I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop and it never drops so yeah. let me drop the other shoe really quick so, so you know so you can kind of understand if you're talking to a Buddhist that knows a lot more so um his name is Yeshua bin bin Yosef uh, Jesh Jeshua, Jesus, Ben Joseph, Yosef. J is kind of a created letter. They don't even have it in Latin, and I have Latin Bibles from 15, 1583 Geneva ones before the King James Version. So I have the original stuff because um, I verify it's my relic of, of history so I can verify if, if it was Mandela affected. So, and I've done episodes like that for um, my podcast but anyways you're missing 30 years of his life okay he didn't pop in all of a sudden he was all of a sudden born and then you missed 30 years and then all of a sudden he's teaching right okay and then you're supposed to spend the rest of your life never trying to uncover the 30 years right and it's blasphemous if you ever try to find out what happened in those 30 years yep Okay, go to go to Rome, go to the Vatican. You see lots of gold, everything. You will not see that much stuff about Yeshua. Okay, so um, that's besides the po the point, and and not going to demonize anybody that's a part of this greater, bigger picture of consciousness. Right. So, in Buddhism, we have scrolls that we write on everything. And the monks are, um, they're scribes. So in ancient times from the, the Lemurian past and from the Hindu past and so forth, 
if somebody wanted to learn to read, to write, they want to get education, the only place to get an education if you're poor is to go into monastic institutions, monasteries. There were actually institutions, the free educations. So you can go in, do your service, get your education, whatever. So um, they, when they go in there, they study everything and everything funnels up to consciousness because everything is a physical manifestation of consciousness yeah. of your energy field okay and and that's just the short of it and so that's they progress all the way and that's what what they study so they study all these different aspects of consciousness and then they write it down they write it down so that they have re record of the history of the people the history of whatever whatever energy healing the history of meditation how different ways to meditate different ways to connect to to your ancestors whatever you want to explore you know yeah. consciousness studies it's crazy so that's what it is and so one day these monks are doing meditation like they always do and they're connected uh, and they get the call from source saying i'm going to send somebody um to do a specific mission to help raise consciousness of humanity you can't do it alone and there's a lot of psyops in this reality, well, what don't we know? Exactly. Um, so there's a lot of boogie, uh, not only like, like what do we call it? Like it's almost Halloween, but like boogie houses or whatever. I don't know. Boogie boogie traps. There's boogie a lot of booby traps. traps. <laughs> booby traps. Yeah, booby booby traps. traps. There's a lot of booby traps. Um, psyops mm -hmm. in this reality. Okay, uh, people have been caught up in the game so long they forgot <laughs> the whole game. We lost. We're even it, in the game. Yeah. Yeah, we forgot. So anyways, um, and they, they got into their own like sins. So whatever. Um, but that's just holding down the frequency. That's a whole nother another thing. But yeah. back to Yeshua. So so these monks go, okay, fine, no problem. Um we'll look for a erratic star. So they they follow this erratic star. We can that that has a a whole like you can go go crazy. What is this erratic star? It's not following normal star patterns. So they followed this erratic star, the star of Bethlehem. Yeah. They followed it to the the area where he was going to be born, and then they went and they found his mother. Now his mother is already his mother and father is already metaphysical. Okay, wow. they already have their own. You know, their energy healers. They were what we call hippies in these days, yeah. you know, then, you know, so um, doing explorations and all that. So uh, I think it's Their like this. level of consciousness is higher than most Yeah, people. yeah. Right. So they're doing energy healing. They're doing studies. Um, they've been studying with pretty much anybody um, that, that they feel attracted to. So anyways, they got picked. So to be the parents. And so these monks followed the star, went to them, gave him gave him three gifts. Okay. Yeah. Um and the three gifts are not no, we didn't think they are the they're not physical things. Yeah. Right. They're not physical things. So um I, I have this more in or, or, order because I did an episode with Dr. Stephen Fairfield on my yeah. on my podcast, and he was tracked in the same exact way they tracked Yeshua. They tracked him based on trying oh. to find his energy signature within reality, and went and found him exact moment when he was uh, meditating 
and we're like, oh, we are here. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> so gonna, it, it kind of. I'm gonna put it, your episode link to that one in the show notes. Of that this. was yeah, that was really sure. good. And and he he went and he looked at the scrolls himself. He read it. Um, it, it was a wonderful episode. But anyways, um, they gave him wisdom, unconditional love, and there was a third one I can't remember off top off top of my head. But the the monks told um Yosef. And her name's not Mary. Her name is Miriam. Okay. <laughs> they changed these names a little bit. Okay. The, the Romans. Um, but it's Miriam and Yosef. And said, when Yeshua is old enough, bring him to us. Um, the Hemis Monastery in India. Bring him to us. We'll teach him everything that we know about consciousness because to fulfill our contract for what sources asked us to do so that he can um, master his studies and prove himself in Egypt. Okay. Because at the time that's like the Stanford, like if you prove yourself at like the Ivy league school, now you're super smart and everybody respects you. Any other school is like, you just went to a state school. So, (laughs) so that's at that time. So that, that's the, like, that's the thing. So, um, so he spent his 30 years studying and learning and training and all of everybody he possibly can. And then um, when they, uh, when, when he was done with certain courses, they said, you know, go as he got older and, and can travel, it's like go do documentation, go on the Silk Road, go and, and practice energy healing with different people, practice your modality, you know, just do, just, just do your internship, basically, yeah. just do your yeah. internship. So that's what he did. So he 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 did energy healing wherever he went. Uh, he 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 taught what he learned. He learned new things, documented all that. Uh, and so there's a lot of accounts for him in Asia. Um, and for Muslims, it was just building at the time. They called him Isa because, uh, you know, they don't have doctors per se, so it works. So he's like, oh, this energy healing stuff works. You know, this consciousness stuff works. Whatever. So. Anyways, so that's why there's so much history of this Yeshua, this Westerner Yeshua, and he doesn't look white, by the way. He looks like a Middle Eastern man. Yeah. And his um, girlfriend walking around. Now, Miriam and uh, Yeshua's cousin, uh, John, John the Baptist, um, also attended these schools because their parents are like hippies, too. <laughs> they were part of the same scene as seen group as uh, Miriam and Yosef. So anyways, uh, this is a very condensed version of it, but that's where he spent oh, most great. of his 30 years. So now you account for 30 years of where did he learn this stuff? Yeah. Okay, did he just come in? Yeah, he came in with a lot of the stuff on his knowing because there's things that you know about yourself and that you just know about the universe, your own personal knowing. But, you know, he got his formalized um, education through the different monasteries that he um, that he studied in, and and they all track it. Every single one of them will track like who comes in, who comes out. When you go in, there's a log. You write your name and your date and all of that. So they track who comes in. All their students. They have student records of all the students, name them, wow. whatever. They have all of that. If you go to a different monastery and you study a different monastery, they have records of who attended. Okay, and they um, they're very very private about this, and um, so and the, and the people stumble into a lot lot of different things so that's the 30 years then he came back um and went to egypt did the whole egypt thing and then you know the rest the rest is history so um the other thing is um he did 
have children with Miriam. Yep. He had three. Okay. Um, he had a, a boy and two girls. Okay. Um, the boy you probably are familiar with is, um, I can't remember his name. But, um, in the Bible, he marries that woman that uh, works on the grain field. Boz. Boz. Yes. That's the son. Yeah. And then Sarah is one of the daughters. And, and the third name, um, Dr. Harefield <laughs> didn't, um, couldn't um, pick, up, pick up right at the time, but you can go into the different sources and they name a third one. But the children, like most children, don't want to stay in India. They want to go and find their life wherever. <laughs> go, go wander the world. Go, you know, whatever. So many of them ended up in France um, or back at that time that part of Europe okay. okay so then then it goes into a lot of of stories about um what's that movie that they did uh it's a blockbuster movie and commandments no no bible movie or no <laughs> it's a it's a regular movie where they 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 go and they search where Miriam's um uh tomb is in France I can't remember off the top of my head, but I can't think of it. Yeah, I I know one one of your audience like it's this movie with right. uh <laughs> was it a movie like one of the movies with Harrison Ford? No, no, it's another knows. popular. It's another popular. It's um. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. But they ended up in oh, the in the exactly. French area, okay, and they okay. kind of got into um nobility and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's basically what happened. To um to Yeshua, okay. So and and there's there's so many different references all over Asia. You can try to open up a lot of different books. Um, I go to a lot of different monasteries. They'd be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We know him. He's one of many that has gone through the monast the monastic institutions. Wow. So it still happens today. So there are people awakening, raising their consciousness, coming into the six senses, um, doing energy healing work, teaching it, applying it, et cetera. It still happens today. And I have plenty of these clients as well that reach out to me for assistance with, um, with what's happening in their reality yeah. as the energy field is changing and affecting the reality that they engaged in. Yeah, because we're, I mean, you're hearing so many at least I am, you know, there's so many more people that do those things. It's, it's, I guess it's more mainstream. It's getting, becoming more mainstream, just like, you know, quantum physics and those things that you would never hear about that stuff, even really 10, 15 years ago, you know, mm -hmm. like you said early on, you know, yoga and meditation. I mean, if you'd have told someone 10 years ago, you're going to go meditate and think you're a weirdo, but it's well, now the hospital is recommended yeah, as part totally, of your, your wellness. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's interesting to look at that and see how it's evolving and how consciousness is definitely, you know, raising. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fascinating, but, um, man, you're a wealth of knowledge and this is just amazing stuff. I mean, we could talk for hours and hours and there's a lot of different ways, you know, we could go, oh. but I mean, I just, I just appreciate you coming on. I mean, this, this topic and the information you gave alone, I, I hope that people, you know, will just have an open mind you know, to look because whether it's Mormon church or other things, you know, 
we're taught that you, you know anything outside of what the church publishes is anti-mormon but it's like if you if you have nothing to hide you hide nothing and if you're afraid of people to challenge things and look into things and find their truth then that's kind of strange to me that shouldn't be the way it is and so you know hopefully people will challenge their beliefs one thing i always try to do is you know i want to know truth i i want to challenge my beliefs because we got to ask ourselves where did our beliefs come from you know they come from the experience we had the people were around the things were taught and unless you're willing to challenge them and and look into things and learn you know you're just gonna be living on beliefs that you were taught by other people yeah you know, yeah and your experience of what you were exposed to particularly younger as a child too you know it's so it's uh there's just so much that there is to learn and you know to really help us because we're such powerful beings i mean we can do all those things you know and yeah it's a lot of work obviously but you know we're we're not even tapping into close to the abilities that we have most of us you know exactly and we're 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 doing it also as a collective and also yeah. individually as well these psyops have a tendency to affect our energy field and lower us down <laughs> but but anyways um besides that psyops in our lives psyops in the co the community in the world um you know whatever but they're basically just old programs that just keep on running um in the background that we just never really stop to have the time to look at and dissect and be like mm, why do i do things this way why do i see things that way you yeah. know why is you know why is it that everything i do i always get the same exact type of person you know where did yes. i get where did i get the programming that this is what i want because it never works out for me you know i mean th those kind of things but once you um, look at it, yeah it's interesting yeah once you look at it you're like oh i see it but this book right here has a lot of working examples i just love how the lotus just awesome. lights up it just Ooh. pops off that does that <laughs> i love know? that um but uh really yeah it's really light it does. It I love looks it. like it's a real light to it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's yeah. I can't stop looking at it. It's like a like a multi-dimensional lotus. I think it's gonna come out of the book. Yeah, um and anyways, uh yeah, so when you understand how your consciousness creates your physical reality and how you change your physical reality based off understanding how you were programmed. Um, and, and where you got your belief systems about things, not just about spirituality, but anything, your belief yeah, system everything. about money, yep. um, you can never get enough, you work too hard, yeah. you know, whatever, your belief system about relationships, <laughs> a perfect man never exists, <laughs> you yeah. know, so then you never really get a perfect relationship or a healthy relationship or whatever they do. All your, your, your belief systems that you got conditioned from growing up and their culture, your religion, your, um, class all these different things that you grew up you picked up some of them but you also picked up some that you unconsciously picked up and stuck in your 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 bag of of tricks and so then you're walking around through life making decisions and looking at things and um not really knowing that you have old programs old hidden fees running in the background that are affecting what you're doing and how you're um deciding how you live your life and how you create it so if you just spend some time to stop and unpack your consciousness to see okay which one of these old conditioning patterns that I was raised with or I was exposed with throughout my life and 
do my different experiences, which ones do I want to keep and which ones no longer serve me that I want to come to terms with. Okay. So with your religion, for example, or your belief system about our relationship with God and the holographic reality that our avatars engage with is basically what it is. We have chosen those set of conditions for certain reasons so that we can learn about ourselves. Okay. So for example, um, someone who deals with bankruptcy typically will have a history of um, bankruptcy or of mismanagement and all that kind of stuff. So who best to help somebody in that situation than somebody who knows exactly how you think? If you're tired of supporting the big corporations and frankly, supporting the swamp through paying for cable or satellite service, it's time to defund the swamp and refund the kingdom. The simplest way to do that is to check out the VC stream box by going to vcstreambox.tv. That is V-S-E-E-S-T-R-E-A-M-B-O-X.tv. Check out this incredible streaming device that gives you every single local channel throughout the country, any sports channel you can imagine. You'll never miss a game, no matter who your team is ever again, as well as 60,000 video on demand titles, all the TV series you can dream of. There's nothing like it, a one-time fee with no monthly subscription. Not only that, if you're you know, looking for an additional income, there's an incredible opportunity with their affiliate program that you can simply scroll to the very bottom of any of the pages on the website, vcstreambox.tv, click on the affiliate program title at the very bottom. It will take you to a page that will give you all the information where you can sign up. You'll earn 20% commission paid weekly on any referrals that you send, the unique link that you'll receive via email. Once you have a VC box, you will be blown away and you automatically will get referrals because it is that incredible. I can't even put words to tell people how much people love this thing and how they're blown away by all of the channels that it gives them. It actually includes even 98 Canadian channels and 128 Latino channels. The same thing with addicts. Your sponsor isn't like a, a normie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they know your your hidden lies and your tricks, and you know they are around the corner waiting for you to figure that part out. <laughs> so, so that's exactly that's exactly it. So we all, whether we like it or not, and if you go into hypnosis and quantum hypnosis, and you go um, all the way back to the source of when you pre-plan. Your, the elements in your life, you'll find that it was a very intricate uh, plan that was developed on multiple layers to kind of build out the experience to help you achieve what it is your soul wanted to achieve and to have the experiences that your soul wanted to have within the creation that God created. So um, that's just a, a very brief um, overview of life planning but even even very strict or seemingly rigid um, religions a lot of people will also branch out and explore consciousness explore different things 
through whatever ways that they want to do it, whether they want to explore it through health, through finances, through raising children, whatever, however they want to explore themselves and their consciousness, they will do those explorations and still uh, meet within the um, the culture that they're used to. Right. So um, it's, it requires a little navigating. So it's not like we want to throw the baby with, you know, out with the bathwater if we don't like yeah. the way the water looks. We just throw it all, it's all get, get rid of everything. There might be some good things to keep and just kind of know that not everything's perfect. And um, if it works for you, great. If some of it works for you, but other things don't work for you, then just put an asterisk and then move on to find those answers so that you can uh, create your next best experience in your life. But so, you know, like, like I'm never not going to be Asian. Okay. (laughs) It's just, I'm just going to have to accept it. I'm never not going to be a female in this life. All right. I'm just going to have to accept that this is the avatar that I chose. Um, I'm also never not going to be Buddhist because, um, it encompasses everything. So there's like some hard lines that I cannot undo. So I need mm-hmm. to, and I'm not like, I don't like it. I like, I like the avatar and the, the elements that I picked in my pre-life plan, but it may not allow me the accessibility to certain experiences. Okay. Yes. So I have to understand that certain experiences, I chose not to come in with the requirements to have those experiences. So I chose to take my set of games for the game board to play this game that I'm allowed to to fully immerse myself in and enjoy that other people may not be able to partake in because they haven't met those requirements. Okay. So, um, so that's just basically it. So there's really no way to screw up your game, but if you want to, that's a lesson, that's a lesson there too, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, because yeah. you know, you know, you know, from being an addict, I mean, you you hit the your lowest low, and then you get to your greatest high, and that's quite a springboard. Oh, big time! Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, would you take back all of the mistakes and quote quote mistakes or hard knocks that you lived through? Would you take it all back and not have to go through it? No way. Mm-hmm. No, because it made you where you are and what yeah, you are I mean, now. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Just, that's just yeah. I believe everything has a purpose. I be, I've always believed there's no accidents. I wouldn't be who I am without that experience, period. You know? Yeah, that's, yeah. That was just part of it. Exactly. And if you went back and you saw yourself at your worst, you know, slinging and gunning and doing a lot of nasty things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been doing, I, I'm a normie. My best friends uh, uh, were are addicts from high school. That's how we found out that who was an addict, who was a normie. <laughs> In high school, you know, because when you're young, you just experiment. Um, and uh, I found out I was normally my best friends found out that they were addicts. And instead of making new best friends, I went to NA with them. So That's I've been in, cool. I've been a normie in NA for over 25 years and, and counting. So I've heard the stories. Yeah, I, was, I, I, was, I was, I was, I, I consider incredibly blessed. I was very functioning. I mean, there was still some wreckage, obviously, but um, there was, you know, I was very functional addict my business actually flourished that's <laughs> crazy but but there's a lot of things i did that obviously i shouldn't have been and there's a lot of things wreckage with family and stuff uh, obviously um but yeah i wouldn't change it you know i yeah situation uh after i got sober and everything that 
ended up in federal prison over a situation. I wouldn't change that. I mean, I tell people often that there's things I did in my addiction that would have put me in prison. Yeah. The situation I went through, you know, guilt by association through my appraisal firm and stuff. Um, but even though I don't believe I should have gone to prison over that at all, based on the stuff I know, I believe it was the right thing because I was so into things and business and money and stuff defining who I was that I didn't even have a clue who the hell I was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I still say, even though it wrecked me big time and, and mentally and financially and everything, it was a blessing. That's just the way I've always looked at it. Yeah. Now it's hard to, it's hard to say that to people who are going through that right now. Oh, absolutely. And for people who have not gone through that or known somebody who's gone through it full circle, it's easy to look down, judge, and just, you know, be like, ugh, yeah. ugh. You know, so um, the best thing that you could do is just send love and grace and, yeah. and, and wish that they, their bottom, lift their bottom a little bit and, and hope that they reached it. Exactly. Like not down here, but like the bottom up here. Yeah. Like hopefully they reached it so they yeah. can finally get themselves together. That's the best thing they could do because until they do that themselves, there's nothing really anybody could do. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Until we figure out the underlying reason why we're doing it, we're still not going to be able to beat it. You know, that's exactly. The, that's the real key. <laughs> so. You become you become a master of manifestation afterwards. Yeah. You really that's do. Like- that's one thing that, you know, maybe people listening that maybe haven't seen it in their lives, how their thoughts or beliefs have created what they have. If you if you'll try to look at, back at it, you can see it. But if, if you still have a hard time, look at other people mm-hmm. um, because, you know, there's, I won't name names, but most people who know them locally here that, you know, has a very successful business that became massive. Um, and when I had my appraisal firm early on, we used to do appraisals for his mortgage company that had the mm. time and then he shifted businesses and, and whatnot. And I remember we used to always call him the golden boy, mm. you know, cause like, if you think of that person, everything they touch turns to gold. Well, it's, if you look at why it's more to do with things you've talked about, it's the way they think the people that are around and their belief system. And, you know, or you can have fear and be afraid and think you're not good enough and not even try, you know, and stand in a victim stance and just be negative and you'll continue to get that. And so it's it's really interesting as you really try to look at it. And then as you then understand it and implement certain things in your life, how quickly things can change because I went through that, you know, prison and I was stuck for eight years. Yeah. You know, one thing that, um, what comes to mind really quick is, uh, especially when you're doing consciousness ev- re-evaluation and understanding where you want to go, where you've come, and just kind of un- looking at the different programs or conditions that are running in your um, psyche that's affecting how you create your reality, is the word trigger. Triggers come up all the time. And the thing is that you have to, I think it's best to give yourself room to change your mind give yourself room to allow other people to change um, and not put yourself so much in a box and I know in like America 
we identify so much with certain things and that's who we are. But then later on, maybe we've had an experience or um, other things that maybe open us up to finally breaking through our own echo chambers. Yeah. Uh, because we built we when we identify so much with something and and we build these very thick walls in our own echo chambers and then we won't think and listen to anything else and i've been there i've i've been there i'm like non uh not like non anything i don't have a like a political stance or a religious stance but i do pick pick you know pick and choose here and there so what I see is that this triggering to some people is the Trump picture behind you. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, so I'm going to say something about that um, because uh, my Qigong and energy healing instructor um, worked on him early on when he was uh, younger and building his um, career. Really? In his in his twenties, uh, and he went he went to her to kind of kind of get like assessment and you know what do I want to do with myself all that kind of stuff so he did um consultation with her and she studied with um a qigong energy healing master um from China that also taught the Dalai Lama because he taught wow he taught a lot of people so anyways um my point being is that before he got into a certain role in politics he was the clown that everybody liked. Right. Now he's got he's he has gone through the, this experience that is um that is very polarizing and it's a very very tough situation. All of them are in a tough situation to Same. be in because in certain in certain roles within this reality, um, there's a lot of I don't know, booby traps, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Good people turn into bad people, bad people turn yeah. into good people. I mean, just all over the place. So you can't, you have to be able to change your mind and not stick people permanently with a stereotype forever. Because, um, because like I said, this Monopoly game has a lot of booby traps <laughs> and you can go in with the best intentions. And maybe at one point in a moment in time, you were guilty of one thing. But then in another point, in another moment of time, you find out more information and you, you know, you apply the eightfold path of correct understanding. Yeah. yeah. And then you can see, oh, okay. So that person's also a victim of their circumstances yeah. as well. So, you know, like I said, not throwing the baby out of the bathwater. So, um, so there's a reason why I bring that up. One of the changes in the Bible, the 1583 Geneva Bible, um, and I have all the old Bibles and, um, they predated the King James version. So, you know, it wasn't a misprint. Um, and, uh, the thing is, is that the Lord's prayer about not trespassing, we, many of us grew up knowing the Lord's prayer to not trespass on each other. Yeah. That's where we got the, um, the notion of no trespassing is a very unique word trespassing okay the no trespassing sign is a reference to the lord's prayer about no trespassing we all know this however when you look at any bible even the earliest ones uh the geneva bible from 1583 
even in Latin. It doesn't say trespass. It never said trespass. Okay, it says debt and debtors. In this version of reality that you're in, it says debts and debtors. So you're not misremembering. The Bible is not wrong. It, it was always debts and debtors in this version of reality that you are experiencing through your consciousness. The reason why it's debts and debtors instead of trespasses is because in the other version of reality that you experienced, that you grew up with, knowing the Lord's um, prayer with trespass and trespassing is because in that reality, the issue was people, you know, taking things from other people. And that was the, the big issue with those realities. In this reality, the big issue is greed, depending Amen. on debts. So it's true. Greed. Gee. Greed yeah. is fuel. In this reality, greed is fueling the debts. Yeah. And the debtors um, are also compromised in a lot of different ways. The good guys, the bad guys, the bad guys are the good guys. I mean, you, you don't, and they change hats all the time, depending on yeah, how they're being manipulated. Who. So yeah. you never know who is the clown who's like the, the, real, the, the real deal. So yeah. that's why in, in the Bible, in this version of reality, it is debts and debtors because we have to forgive all of our debts in order to move on. We can't move on if we're going to constantly have wars and fighting over yep. the debts that we've accrued over time because of greed and uh, psyop manipulation. So that's why the Bible in this version of reality is debts awesome. and debtors. And so I, I, I save these as relics because I understand the differences. And when people ask, why is it like that in this version of reality, you have to look at the reality and go, what is going on in the reality? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. It throws up for a minute. Oh, no, it's fine. But anyways, but that's, but if you look, if you're conscious and you look at the greater reality and when you change, you see changes in the reality, like the Bible is a great reference for changes in reality because many of us know it. Um, and you apply, then you can see, oh, it, it does match this reality. It matches it perfectly. Yeah, that's so interesting. I okay. picked up on that before. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing with the lion and the lamb, the, the reality that we knew that we grew up in, that I grew up in, um, you know, they had the lion lay down with the lamb. They were, they had it in Twilight, the movie Twilight, where the vampire oh, was yeah. the, he laid down with the lamb. Anyways, um, so residue. But if you look at any Bibles, even the old ones, from the Geneva 1500 Bibles um, that, that predate King James, written by, um, and most of the Bible was not written by Catholic people. They were written by Muslims. Um, yeah. You know, Jews and and other people, but they 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 like they had a huge censorship, a huge like slander, um, you know, a, a a huge defamation for anybody who was writing anything about the Bible. So it there was a whole controversial thing just to interpret, do a simple thing like interpret the Bible <laughs> and right. translate it, translate into a, a language that most people can read. So anyways, I, I've done episodes like, like that as well. But the the thing that I'm, I'm saying about the lion and the lamb is when you go look at your Bibles, it does not say lion and the lamb. It says the the wolf 
and the lamb. So the wolf lays down with the lamb. That yeah. is not a misprint in this version of reality. I heard you talk about this just recently. I was listening to this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's always been that. Go find your oldest Bible in the chest in the basement. You will see that it is the wolf lays down with the lamb in this version of reality. The reason why is because your consciousness has moved into a reality where now that is applicable. And it's telling you that this reality um, is corrupt. It's like the wolf is corrupting the herd. And so it's kind of like a warning. And so now you got to know what's going on so you can see it. And so you can be like, okay, I understand what's going on this so in order to fix this we need to work just like we have to like forgive the debts and yeah. not like go out and and like have like a war murderous rampage on the debtors because they're all compromised in so many different levels um it's almost like an analogy of gangsters taking over everything and <laughs> just like nobody yeah. can be good yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so many layers like yeah, it's like it's- it's there's so, so many deep, layers people freak out <laughs> yeah mean, it's it's crazy like, how corrupt it is it's, it's like every single it's like i was talking to one of my clients and and um and she was just she was just kind she's a good person but she's gotten into some things that weren't wasn't so great but like like uh with um prostitution okay mm-hmm. and then trafficking and all that kind of stuff they will force force the parent to become an addict they will for like even if you if you don't want to and you know you don't want to they will force you by beating you and all and destroying your family whatever just like they're trying all these different heinous ways to force you to do the drugs to physically make you an addict now you're addicted and you're stuck in the system okay there's so many layers of compromise that not everybody is the bad guy not every bad guy is the good guy not every good guy is the bad guy because it's just different levels and so and it's all food on greed and so when you when you look at the bible and you look at through these eyes instead of just a a certain perspective of judgment and of of uh, assigning justice when you look at it and you're going there's so many different layers of this um then you you could understand that that it's telling us that one our issue is about debt and greed so we have to forgive and not go you know to the juggler for everybody because mm-hmm. everybody is innocent in some way and everybody's a victim at some level and then two the lamb and the um the wolf yeah that those that's the that's the structure it's like it's like the gangsters taking over the neighborhood <laughs> yeah, no so we have to deal with the gangsters appropriately yeah. in order to take back our neighborhood that's what it's telling us Bingo. okay I, that's what i agree with that 100 percent. that's the only way we're gonna pull this off i think we have to focus locally and get involved you know yeah yeah so um, I, I know it kind of went off on a little tangent no. there because there's so many different areas Great. that we can go we can go into because yeah. I've been following the ascension of Earth and the the leveling up of human consciousness. This is one of my missions incarnating in this lifetime um, yeah. because all the Buddhist monks growing up told me that I was a pre-life pan- planner in the spirit world, which I had no clue what that was. I'm like, what is that? What kind of job is that? Uh-huh. And, and they're like, 
Oh, yeah. A pre-life planner is basically like your school counselor helping people <laughs> plan out their curriculum so they can achieve whatever they're trying to achieve for so school. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds like the most boring job ever. <laughs> so <laughs> to, last question. I know you got to get going. So I really appreciate your time. But so when you say you're with that pre-life planner, does the individual then pretty much plan out for the most part everything? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, people come in with good intentions and then they don't follow it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like, you know, they just don't follow it. Not everybody follows, follows. Now, there are some hard plans that you can't deter from and change, like uh, what your avatar is going to be, you know, what your, right. your parents are, like if you're going to be a, like, a, a boy and girl. But yeah. there are but a lot of the other things that you plan for yourself, the soft plans, those are flexible. Like what kind of career you want to get into. Okay. How, That's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how you want to look. Choices you're making as you go through life and you're, you're, you got that free will to choose. Yeah. Yeah. You got free will to choose and they'll let you choose because um, there will be no point in you existing if they chose for you. Right. You know, it's source and, if source chose for you, there'd be no point in you existing. There's no fun. So, you know, they created you. You have a splinter um, of source in you. You're a fractal aspect of source of God yeah. experiencing your journey. And then when you go back, you tell everybody what you did. So, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's a fabulous, it's a fabulous um, game. I don't like the word design. game. Design. <laughs> that's a good word. It's a fabulous design that yeah. we have um, have uh, put ourselves in. And I'm just, I just like, I'll just tell you my pre-life plan because it, it's all come together and I, I understand it now. So like, um, so according to the monks and so many monks, I mean, I've gone through so many monasteries. They're like, oh, can you tell me, am I doing okay? Am I on track? <laughs> and, and, I, and, and a little girl, because they can see my energy field. Oh, you already time. have, you already have your energy, you're walking around with your number, your energy, your level of consciousness. Everybody's walking around with the level of consciousness. Okay. okay. So, um, you know, Yeshua had like a thousand and above and, you know, Kuan Yin had like a thousand and above, you know, crazy numbers. But everybody's walking with the credit, the credit score. <laughs> everybody's walking with the soul's credit score right. to the universe. And that soul's credit score is attracting whatever is matching up to it. So, you know, like if you have a high credit, everybody wants to offer you a house, a car, and everything. <laughs> right. If you have bad credit score, you just get like the subpar stuff. And... <laughs> so anyways, everybody's walking with their aura field's credit score and their soul's credit score in this reality. And the, you come pre-baked with stuff as well. So, and anyways, so I came in with a credit score already, my soul's credit score. And I would go through all these different monasteries growing up and the senior monks would immediately stop their chant and just look around like, oh, because they could feel it, especially yeah. if they're really, because they've been, that's all they do is meditate all day and cocoon. Oh, so they're like, and just explore consciousness. So they're like, oh, somebody, somebody came in, somebody came in. And they would tell them, the, the student monks, carry on the lesson, whatever it is. I got I to gotta go search for I gotta go search for the master credit score. So, and they would search around, and they would stop my dad because they always assume it's a guy. Um, and then it wasn't him, and they're like, they're like, no, something's off. 
And then there was thing with my mom because she's at every single butt at every single temple, and she's always she's one of those like those ladies that always go. And they're like, no, no, something's off, something's <laughs> off. And then they would narrow it down, and then they would scratch their head and be like, <laughs> left to you. What, little girl? This, this, she's got the knowledge. Probably <laughs> on the spirit side. I don't have all the knowledge. I just have certain aspects of it. Um, so I think I put certain limits on myself because if I had. If I had access to other things, but I do have access on the other side, it would distract me from completing the things I need to do. It'd be sense. too much of a distraction. Yeah. So anyways, but it's enough. And right. so then they would ask me, you know, like, oh, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I haven't gone through my experiences yet. I haven't wrote, written all all three books and gotten the 20 years of scientific evidence because it hasn't come out yet to justify the stuff that I've learned through passing uh, in my childhood from studying art history on all the different murals. So it hasn't come to fruition yet. So right. we all walk around because everything exists all at once in all of existence. We all walk around with all of everything, but we exist in a linear time frame where certain things have to happen for it to manifest. So even though they can tell automatically by sensing the energy field of somebody uh -huh. that you have access, you have the key codes to access XXX, you still can't enter those doorways yet because you certain things have to come to fruition before the path is open. Gotcha. So, so, um, so, they're, so they're all like, oh, we just have to wait. We just have to wait. I was like, oh, I don't know. I maybe I'll write some books and then you can read it and then you'll learn everything. And and now I just show up to like this uh to some of these childhood monasteries. I just give them my books. That's cool. <laughs> they're like, well, that answers a lot. Thanks, Juan. And I'm like, you're welcome. You just had to wait like like 35, 40 years for me to write the book. But now I answer the question that you asked me 35 years ago when I was a kid. Wow. So they're like, yeah, that's true. Um but anyways, yeah, we have all we have it all with us. And so when you're ready for those next level experiences to really engage with reality and really use your consciousness and your energy field to match up to certain realities and certain experiences that you would rather have, um, it's a complete next level existence. So like um I know it's kind of going off all, all over the place, but so, so okay. what was my, what was my mission? Okay. So my mission really quick, <clears throat> my mission really quick was as a pre-life planner, I was going to come down here and be a resource to other ancient souls uh, that came in and volunteered to help humanity raise consciousness to get to higher dimensions of reality in preparation for us being interstellar. Okay. It's kind of like when white that people was, met black people for the first time. There's yeah. a transition period. Okay. That technically what star seeds are here for. Yeah, is, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Um Earth is like a gas station. It's a stop on the way. It's not a permanent place. Okay. You already had <laughs> uh you already had existences. Because the only thing is real is your spirit. So everything yeah. else is just a manifestation of the game board. So um, anyways, uh, not to get too esoteric into like our parallel cells and how we're all one and all that kind of stuff. But, right. um, but, but besides the point, so in the spirit world, according to all of 
the monks growing up. I'm a pre-life planner. And I chose to come in at this time because this was a time of the big transition. Yeah. Okay. Transitions are messy. Okay. It's like birth. It's a messy thing. Okay. Yeah. We're not giving birth and like is you know, Israel is like sitting, singing over the rainbow in Hawaiian or anything. And there's a whole, there's a whole entourage. It's not like that. It's not this, this beautiful thing. So it's messy and it's beautiful messy. at the same time. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of things to navigate when you get to the hospital. Okay. You know, in terms of like the doctors, the nurses, what they ask you, what they don't ask you, what you want to do with the baby, what you don't want to do with the baby, how you, you want to be received. There's a lot of things when yeah. you get through that phase and then a lot of things afterwards so it's just a messy process that's beautiful and exciting at the same time but we have to do some navigating and this is where it comes really hard because free will and then gut is going to help us navigate some of this very difficult and not clear terrain and some of us are going to get uh we're going to fall a little bit we're going to make some mistakes quote quote mistakes we're going to get hurt a little bit and so forth, but we are going to make it through it. So anyways, as a pre-life planner, I came here to live my life like everybody else. And I had my specific experiences that I wanted to enjoy as well. But there was a couple of things that I needed to do. One, I needed to bring um, consciousness studies to the forefront so people can understand the whole game board. Uh, and then two, I needed to be a resource for other star seeds, other um, incarnates that had other lifetimes prior to this earth experience coming into here and helping them transition and complete their mission. That's where most of my clients are. Um, and so if you watch Macabre Chakras, you'll, you'll kind of get into the, that world of oh, consciousness yeah. studies. So um, so anyways, uh, th that's what, so I'm here as a resource to kind of help, basically people I help pre-life plan uh, kind of help them get back on the on the on the horse and get back yeah. on their their plan. And then the other thing is to um, re bring um, the 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 old Lemurian spirituality back into the forefront. So um, prior to the mega flood, there was two major uh, civilizations. It was Lemuria and Atlantis. Now, Atlantis is a folklore, quote, quote, but Lemuria is not a folklore. It's called Mu, and it's written in many Buddhist monasteries and scrolls about the lost civilization of Mu and its people that had spread all throughout Asia and um, the world, escaping the flood. The people that survived were the ones who were made to the high mountain uh, top areas. What happens to also be in the high mountaintop areas where all the portal points is where all the megaliths and pyramids are. So anyways, those are the people that survive. So you have people like myself, who is a descendant, a DNA descendant of, of Mu, who ended up on the tippy tops of the Himalayas. Um, and I'm from the Hmong tribe of Laos in the, around the Himalayan tippy top areas. And I have DNA from Polynesia, which I have never been to in my life. So there's a lot of there's a lot of that people there who are all over the place. So um, but there's also people who were incarnates from Atlantis that are reincarnating at this time because we're given a chance to bring this back up, this technology, this spirituality, this consciousness back up 
and make um, help work with Earth to go into our galactic experiences. The struggle with that is that there's a lot of psyops that's been kind of like going on in the neighborhood for a long time. So there's a, there's a lot of messy psyops in the neighborhood, a lot of gangsters running around going, going loose and stuff because they've been allowed to do it for so long. But now all of the ancient ones are reincarnating back and now we got to clean up this mess. Okay, because all these kids have like destroyed the paradise. So yeah. I got to clean this up and it's gotten really, really messy. So it's going to take some time to clean it up require a lot happen. of love it's happening but it's gonna require a lot of love and grace and compassion yeah. and forgiveness um but we're gonna get through it and because because if we don't get through it we'll do this over again as a as part of our we can't yeah. go to the next level unless we graduate this okay so we'll do it over again and i don't like doing anything classes over again no so we're kidding. going to we're, <laughs> i know right nobody wants to do the hard knocks over again you learn Suffering one time is enough for infinity. No. Okay, so, so anyways, we're, we're learning our lesson, and then we are going to transition into you know slowly evolve and add in like greater and bigger um, experiences for ourselves. And so this is the kind of topics that we kind of go into, and a lot of my clients, like I'm like, a lot of the star seeds are not not necessarily always the ones in the 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 front. Of the, you know, yeah. Um, sometimes they're kind of like pushing in the the back seat, <laughs> with, gotcha. you know. So they and, and and this is this is what happens. Like like, there's been so many incidences in my life where I was in the middle of um like a major historical event. However, I was supposed to go there. I had to line up and everything, but all of a sudden my car breaks down. I can't make it. Sorry. My 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 kid has um, you know, nurse's elbow and like the morning of I'm like, I gotta go to the hospital instead. I and they're like, Oh, we're gonna miss you and all these other kind of things. But for whatever reason, I'm supposed to be in the middle of the big event and then they take me out of it. Like I was never supposed to be in there. I'm just supposed to be like an activator, <laughs> like a oh. catalyst. So, like everybody, a lot of people that I interview for my um, podcast, CBAR, uh, uh, vaccine reverse reactions. <laughs> yes. um, many of them have done wonderful, fabulous things, and it's part of their their purpose to get the information out to kind of help bring um, disclosure about some things that weren't always yeah. uh, clear to us early on um, that people made decisions based off of, and so um, and it's wonderful. But I've done my part and I'm kind of bowing out and moving on to other things. But that happens very oftentimes is um, I'll interview somebody or try something that I really like and then yeah. put it out there. And, and then two, three cycles later, they're going to be they're going to do wonderful stuff That's and cool. move on. And I'm like, I, I never get the, the, the credit. Like I will like <laughs> everybody I go to the casino with, they win the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. Only after I gave him the ticket because I never won the jackpot. I was like, <laughs> okay, nothing. You know, here you go. I got, I got. Well, that's an important role, though. Yeah, very I, important. I, I, <laughs> that's the one I was at the casino. Like there was this, there was this lady. Uh, uh, it was one of those like penny slot machines. Yeah. So I'm just kind of going, eh, walking around to each one, putting my ticket in. Oh, I got a dollar. I got a dollar. You know, whatever. I had like fifty cents left, and I said, here, do you, <laughs> yeah, do you want, do you, do you want this? And she's like, eh, yeah, sure. 
She nails it. She got fifteen thousand dollars, and I was like, "Crazy!" Like, Every time I was going to find something good to eat, I'm not meant to. It's not. It was not part of my. I'm not right. You know, I already have. I already have access to unlimited abundance. So, yeah. and I already know I don't even need it anyways because you know more money, more problems. So, anyways, Jeez. um, yeah. So, so anyways, true. but there's a lot of us. There's a lot of us in all over the world yep. in all walks of life in all religions in all families every family's got one of us um oh. it's, every family's got one star seed really? uh it's it's so it's, it's, it's the weird one <laughs> weird one you're probably the you're, you're probably the the one in your family <laughs> a lot of a lot of us is oh. easy to a lot of them are addicts too really because yeah because they need to escape escape from normal is is crazy <laughs> the yeah. normal crazy so, wow, but, but you know they get the stuff out of it they get the stuff out of it but anyways yeah. we're all over the place and no, we're we, we just catalyst no this has been phenomenal i mean i i can't thank you enough for the time that you've given and i mean there's yeah so much we can just go on about anything hey, let me let me do this let me add a last message okay all right um okay because I can ramble on about anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to respect your time. I know your husband's taking care of your kids, so we got to respect him too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so the last message. So I do quantum hypnosis, remote and in person. And um, I've had people fly over from Denver, from different countries to come over to Seattle, Washington to get a hypnosis because they want to speak to source through the energy field of the practitioner. Okay, so um, just being in the energy field of somebody who is of the higher soul credit score kind of yeah. like helps you <laughs> a little bit. You got to get a little yeah. bump up in your Expedia. <laughs> so anyways, um, but I do quantum hypnosis and every single time uh, source says the same thing to every single person. So I made it into this brief message. Okay, so this is a message that Source wants everybody to know wherever you are in your life journey as you navigate the terrain. You've always been enough. Use the gifts and resources all around you to create a life you want to experience, a life full of love and joy. And the spirit world will nudge you through synchronicity. You can do it. That's it, you guys. Man, that's beautiful, man. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Vaughn. Where can people, you know, connect with you? Your website is MerkabaChakras.com. Mm -hmm. Yep, Merkaba, M-E-R-K-A-B-A, Chakras, like the seven chakras.com. It's in the show description. And then if you want to uh, learn more about Yeshua's 30 years that are missing, um, that I go over that episode with Dr. Stephen Harefield, and, and that that's in. also in the show description as well. And then, you know, when you guys are ready, if you guys are having um, crazy awakening and six senses that are going out of control and your re reality is just going out of control, you know, and you're kind of there at that point, um, just reach out to me, send me a, um, a message through the website and we can make a consultation appointment as well. Um, I do get kind of busy because I had to troubleshoot my mom life, my work life. And then <laughs> I do these interviews on the side a little bit just to kind of sprinkle a little bit of um, my contribution. So, you know, I might book you out like I'll try to book you out as soon as I can. But I usually get to everybody. 
Well, that is fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Vaughn. I really appreciate it. Wish you all the luck. I definitely want to stay in touch. Hopefully we can do this again. So I'll stay in touch and have a fantastic evening and uh, tell your husband thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Blessings, everyone. Thank you. Take care. Hey, folks, if you're not prepared and don't have emergency supplies, specifically food storage and a few other survival things, right now is the best time to jump on over to GetPreparedWithSteve.com and save big at My Patriot Supply. That's GetPreparedWithSteve.com and save big while they've got their holiday specials going on. Save up to $100 on a three-month food supply. Uh, make sure that you've got the things that you need as the supply chains are really choked off right now and many of the stores shelves are getting bare. Do not get caught in a situation where you're not able to take care of your family. Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code